Good day, my friends, and welcome to another moment. Yes, another Black History moment with Boom. And today, March the 11th, 1965, we are going to march for equality. Does that sound familiar? Because that was what was said exactly 58 years ago. How do I know? Because I was there. And when I saw those people arm in arm marching on Tennessee, singing and chanting, I said to myself, we haven't done a damn thing. Oh yeah, we got a few more jobs and a few more people in positions in Washington, but nothing's changed. What did they think those white Republicans in Tennessee were going to do other than cast those two brothers out? And it's not like that was the only thing that they wished they could have done. You know, there's an old saying that what goes around comes around. And I know Afros and bell-bottom pants is coming back around. But what I didn't expect was the antebellum South to come back around also. But truth be known, it has never left. It's just that Donald Trump opened up the doors and gave whiteness the ability to think and do whatever he wanted to do because of his whiteness. If you do not believe me, look at all the black men that they have found hanged since the George Floyd incident. And you know what they're calling it? They're calling it suicide. It seems to me that we have learned nothing from the Montgomery, Alabama bus boycott, which was not about marching and singing, but about cutting that money off. Now let's slip into darkness and learn some real truth. Now, all my life, I have heard the saying, the South will rise again. And I paid it no attention. Little did I know that the antebellum South was going to rise again. The Tennessee legislature proved to us that racism is alive and well in the United States. The recent hangings in the United States tells us that it is alive and well. And a lot of our people are migrating back to the South. I'm talking about people whose grandparents migrated out of the South. And the reason that they're going back is because of the low cost of living in the South. But you know what? They could never get their grandparents to move back because their grandparents know what the South is about. And these people that are moving back out of California and New York and all of these places, they have no clue of what they are marching into. And they're shocked when the realization of the South smacks them in the face because we're always following something without studying its origins. They think that just because slavery is over, they're going to be treated the same way as they would be treated in the North. Not saying that the North is any better. It's just that the North racism is a lot more hidden than that of the South. 
Yes, they'll let you eat in their restaurants in the North, but that's not saying that they won't break the plate after you've left. And this discrimination is against everybody. And going back to the Tennessee legislation, they blatantly showed their racism by putting the two black representatives out and keeping the white woman in. And it was a slap in their face when the white woman turned around and said that she thought it was because of the color of their skin. Now, you don't have to be a Rhodes Scholar to know that. But to see it bluntly in 2023 is a total body shock to everyone except our grandparents who migrated away from there. And they knew it was going to happen. They were just biding their time with it. There's a reason that my father never went back to Alabama or Georgia. And he told his sisters, if you want to see me, you got to take a ride. And people, that's why we've got to know our history. We've got to know why we migrated out of there so much. Understand the way we were treated was the reason that we said goodbye to family and friends. And you know, something has got to be very evil and very wrong for us to just walk away from our relatives because we are a tribal people. I talked to you before about some talk to you in their free time, but I free my time to talk to you. So my people, all I ask is that you wake up because it has worked like a charm. After murdering, enslaving, and raping millions of us, then brutally converting us into Christians, told us that God was white and that if we ever wanted to meet him, we had to forgive them for everything they did to us. And guess what? We did. And here's the truth, so help me. We all place ourselves in danger to one degree or another when we stand up. The two men in Tennessee are now in danger because they stood up. I am in danger every time I turn on this mic. But we place our children and grandchildren in even greater danger when we don't. So right about now, I'm going to put some more truth on you. And that is the truth of our condition. Okay, so listen closely. It is extremely important that we as black people gain an accurate understanding of how our oppression is being today applied. And you know why? Because we can't escape what we don't understand. Therefore, if our understanding is incorrect, if our understanding is incorrect, then all our remedies and strategies that come from that misunderstanding will be flawed as well. Now, I know some of you will not care for what I'm about to say right now, but that's all right because I know that the truth will set you free. So here it is. The truth of our condition has nothing I'll say that again, nothing to do with biblical fairy tales or the Willie Lynch myth. The truth of our condition stems only from our immoral 
oppressor's ability to control information that shapes our perception of reality and then make us act according to these false perceptions. There, I've said it. Now, if you don't like it, I understand because you just have not got there yet, but you're on the path. So all you have to do is stay awoke and stay attentive. The greatest word in the English language, awareness. Stay aware, my friends. White supremacy is at war with black people, and they use their media to facilitate this white supremacy agenda. We are continually criminalized and dehumanized in the media. This makes killing us appear as always justifiable. It's psychological warfare, nothing else. My friends, I've got to end this here because really I get kind of upset when I see the antebellum South repeating itself. When I see the police killing us more and more, and when I see whiteness so boldly showing off his discontent with us, some kind of way I lose my ability to speak. And I've got to go somewhere and sit down and be quiet for a while. And that music reminds us that it is once more that time time for me to end this program and time for you to think about the things that you have heard today. But before I go, I'm going to always leave you with a message. And today that message is the minds of our people have been so unindated by fraudulent, negative, racially devaluing disinformation about ourselves from totally white sources that many of us literally finds it easier to believe that there's something inherently wrong with our race rather than to accept that they've been lied to. So my friends, he who angers you controls you. So I must go. Have a great day. Until next time, it has been my pleasure and my honor.